Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis created Retire Colorado as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. This is Retire Colorado. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Retire Colorado along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Alicia, Josh, good morning. Well, good morning. Good morning. Great to be with you. We want to throw in some listener questions. We really um, we thank everybody for listening to the show, and we know people get a lot of value out of it because when you're at dinner seminars, you'll have folks come up, and obviously you're involved in many community functions, and, and um, people interact and say, hey, yeah, we heard you on the, on the radio. Well, people also post some really good questions, and so we want to answer a few of those here on the show. Does that sound good? Let's do it. Let's fire away. All right, here's our first question. We're both retiring in about three years, and we've done pretty well, and we have about 10 different retirement accounts. Holy cow, 10. Uh, 401ks, IRAs. Uh, But the problem is they're spread all over the place, and we're not sure what to do with these retirement accounts. Which should we use first for income when we retire and also, uh, we've done a good job saving. It's just that we don't know what to do now. I'm sure that you guys have seen this, people coming with multiple retirement accounts. They've maybe held four or five jobs, and they just never bothered to do anything with those 401Ks or 403Bs or 457s uh, that they have from jobs. So I guess what would you guys say? Oh, man. I we We actually see this quite a bit. Probably the one that got me the most was uh, we had a client who forgot about a pretty sizable 401k that he had had. And, um, you know, when we started doing some digging into statements and things like that, we were like, oh, you forgot to mention this. And here it is. And he was like, whoa, nice. (laughs) She's like, what? So um, this is uh, something that we see quite a bit um, when people do have, you know, 10 different retirement accounts. And I don't think that it is something where it is a cut and dry, oh, take from here first. It's really sitting down and looking at how are these things invested? Is it tax deferred money? Because within a a 401k and things like that, you can actually save in a Roth, you can save in non-qualified. And so making sure that, um, you know, what, how, how is that set up and what's taxable, what's not taxable. And then a lot of times that's where we sit down and do that portfolio analysis. And that's where we find out a lot of times that people are very, um, non-diversified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Many times people think, oh, I'm so diversified. Look at all the pie charts. Look at, you know, I, I feel, I feel good, but really a lot of many times people are just, there's a lot of overlap and, you know, a lot of the same thing. So sitting down and looking at what your risk tolerance is, what's going on with your income, what other pensions or types of income do you have, what your social security is and is going to be if you haven't started it, as well as looking at the budget, right? So we want to make sure that we're taking all of these things. It's not just about income. When we talk about retirement planning, we want to make sure that we're looking at what's your investment plan? How are you invested? 
What is your income plan? Where's the income coming from? And then what is your tax plan? Again, we're not CPAs, but we certainly want to make sure that, that we're looking at what is going to be taxable, what's not going to be taxable, and how can we position you to be in a, a tax-efficient uh, retirement moving forward. We're looking at your health care. And we're also looking at how do you want this money to be left, left to your heirs, left to maybe a nonprofit, whatever you choose. So looking at the legacy planning, it's not just one piece. All of it really works well together. If you'd like to reach out to Alicia and Josh and the team at Lehman Lewis, 970-446-1234, or you can simply text the word VISIT to 970-446-1234 to set up that uh, consultation. All right, next question on the mailbag. I would like to retire in three years. Uh, what should I do to be getting prepared? I don't think I'm ready to meet with a financial advisor yet. Um, I'm going to say, yes, you are. Uh, but I'm getting overwhelmed when I Google and read articles about retirement. I don't know what to do or where to start. That would be a good reason to meet with someone because Google is not the answer to all things retirement. Yeah, no, I would agree. This we talk about like people looking at, you know, oh, if this happened and I'm going to go on WebMD and see what's wrong with me. I was me. just going to say like, that. It, it always leads you down uh, this like twisted road of like. I have all of those things. Right. <laughs> you could be perfectly fine or have some, you know, crippling degenerate type disease. And yeah, it's going to be oh, horrible. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think the Internet is a great resource to kind of start things out. But I think, you know, kind of listening to your question there, I think you are likely ready to meet with a financial advisor. And I think you getting ready to start is starting to organize some of those statements, looking at your accounts, and really sort of getting all of your own personal information together. And then having kind of those, you know, asking yourself the questions of what am I going to do in retirement? What do I want that to look like? And then come to the table with kind of a lot of those ideas in mind and then sit down with somebody like Lehman Lewis Financial Group. And we're going to ask you a lot of questions like, you know, how much income do you need? What does your monthly budget look like? What are your outstanding debts? When are those going to go away? What does health care look like? And we're going to have those conversations about cash flows and look at what's got to go out every month and where are we getting money to come back in in order to meet those liabilities. So, again, you having your stuff organized makes it a lot easier for us to come sit down and ask you a lot of the questions you're probably not thinking about. And then together, because it really is working together to build out the rest of that plan. So. It's, it's important to kind of get all that together to determine what your own financial picture might look like. And you having a handle on what you want it to look like is going to, you know, put you in an even better position. Mm. Again, reach out, uh, call or text VISIT to 970-446-1234. Call or text VISIT to 970-446-1234 to set up that initial meeting with Alicia Josh and the team at Lehman Lewis. All right, next question on our mailbag here on Retire Colorado. My dad is 78, and we've been talking about his financial situation and trying to get his affairs in order before anything happens to him. I'm learning how unorganized things have been until now, and it seems like every other week he's calling me about another CD that he found or he's remembering some other account that he has. How do I make sure that we aren't missing anything when we're trying to account for all of his assets? Well, again, this is uh, something that we love doing with the families that we work with is making sure that everything is lined out and um, easy for 
whoever is going to be taking over as whether it's an executor of the estate or, you know, their kids when they pass away, having everything organized and lined out. Um, so as you're going through some of these things and organizing and figuring that out, again, it's kind of sparking that in him of, okay, well, what other, how are you finding some of this stuff? Are you just remembering it? Or are you digging out statements? If you are digging out statements, maybe get involved with some of his filing systems and, and helping him go through, Hey, where, where is this stuff so that we can pull it together? But again, this is where having a financial professional to, to sit down with and go through these things and even consolidate. A lot of times consolidating is extremely helpful because, you know, having accounts here, there, and everywhere, a lot of times what that does is just create a lot of the same thing. And so looking at that, making sure you're pulling it all together is going to be very, very helpful. But again, I, I love that you're in full communication with your dad. And I think that this is going to be something that is going to be really helpful for him. It's going to be helpful for you uh, when he does, you know, pass. Uh, but also it it should be a good lesson for you as well of keeping you, your affairs in order and your portfolio, you know, knowing where everything is, because um, there are stories of people saying, you know, I didn't even know where to start when my parents passed away. I didn't even know where to start of where their money was. So this is this is a good conversation to be having. Well, no doubt. Again, call or text visit to start the conversation with Alicia Josh and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, 970-446-1234. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. All right, final question on the mailbag here on our opening segment of Retire Colorado. I'm thinking about canceling my life insurance. My husband and I have accumulated around $3 million in retirement assets, and we're planning on working for another 10 years because we enjoy what we do. All of our children are grown. We don't have any real debt with the exception of a mortgage, and it just seems silly to have life insurance at this stage of the game. What do you think? Yeah, so this is um, kind of a great question, right? People look at life insurance in this sort of facet of saying, I got this, you know, 20 years ago when I was working, had a big mortgage, had, you know, young kids at home, kind of all of those, I guess, typical classic reasons of why we buy life insurance. And so I think as people build up assets, they look at it as sort of this unnecessary expense. And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not though. And I think you got to look at kind of all of those considerations. And there's a lot of different life insurance type products out there. It might be like a whole life policy. It could be a term policy. And there's a lot of different sort of nuances that go with it, different type of benefits, different types of provisions in the policy. So anytime we hear someone go, oh, I'm going to cancel this because, you know, I don't owe that much on my mortgage and I have these other assets. So my spouse, if I predecease them, they'll be fine. Well, we want to look at all those other considerations. So that's where we would want to, you know, make a call to the company or get what we call an enforce illustration on the policy and look at how much are we paying for all those kind of bells and whistles and what do those bells and whistles do for us? Because you got to remember when you bought life insurance, there's going to be a lot of underwriting involved. So they're going to look at your medical history. They're going to look at your current health situation. They're going to look at the viability of how much that death benefit might be. And so all of these things go into that. And once you cancel it, it all sort of goes away. So I think, you know, you got to look at maybe what is that death benefit and how much it's costing you and does it still make sense? 
We also look at using life insurance in different facets for retirement as well. So just because you're a higher net worth individual doesn't mean that might not work for your situation. We might look at, you know, maybe using the cash value inside of that policy to fund some other things. It might be sort of a backup uh, plan B type scenario and using that to supplement maybe a long-term care type policy or a cost that goes with it. So again, before you go out and cancel anything, it's always good to sit down with somebody who knows and understands and looks at kind of all those details. Because too often also what happens is somebody buys this life insurance policy 15, 20 years ago, they make their monthly payments, and then they get to this point where they say, oh, I, I don't feel like I really need that anymore. Well, you know, it might be good to take a minute and take a step back and look at why did you originally buy this and then review all of those details because as time goes by, we st- sort of forget kind of, you know, the purpose of what that was for initially. Set up your conversation with Alicia Josh and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. We've got more Retire Colorado right after this. Retirement planning can be complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Josh and Alicia can help you simplify it with the Retire Colorado Toolkit. In it, you'll find a copy of the Retirement Income Planning Booklet, as well as information on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. To get your free toolkit, text KIT, K-I-T, to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group believe retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why they created the Retire Colorado Toolkit, a comprehensive resource for your retirement In it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet, as well as other helpful guides that will help provide insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and more. To get your toolkit, text KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. Help simplify your retirement planning. Get your toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group by texting KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government and does not offer tax services. The end of the year is in sight. Have you done any planning to make sure you're not paying more in taxes than you need to? If not, now is a great time to call the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. They'll help you create a plan that's as tax efficient as possible. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. There's no way to truly prepare for something as devastating as death of a spouse. It's important to realize that you probably will not be able to, you know, capably make solid financial decisions when you're in a grief period. And that's why we want to spend some time today here on Retire Colorado talking about some of the steps that you should and really do need to take if this happens to you. And more often than not, folks, it's when it happens to you. And how can you make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page right now with your finances so that someone isn't left with tough decisions to make when this situation happens? Alicia, Chuck, Josh, you know, obviously this isn't um, 
you know, the subject that everybody wants to address, but it is one of the things that you address when uh, individuals and couples come in and sit down and talk with you about the, the entire retirement plan. Because, again, we don't know when it's coming, but we do know that life after us is coming. And I, I know over the years, you've all dealt with it. You've dealt with losing great clients, uh, but being there for the other uh, tremendous clients that are the spouses or the family of these folks and knowing that the plan is in place that, uh, again, there are some situations that they don't have to, to, you know, truly worry about because it's been planned for. But uh, I guess just talk through some of those um, personal things that have happened, because when you're in business that you are, the, these are the, the tough conversations that you've had, but also the, the situations you've helped people through. You know, and as you were talking, I, my mind was going back to all these situations of clients that we've lost or, you know, where they've come in and, and we've sat down around a table and, and, you know, have told us that, uh, you know, he's going to pass away soon. And, you know, we sit around a table and all of us cry, I mean, because they're friends. And I think that a lot of it, too, is just sitting down and and a big part of that is the relationship, right? We we are not a transactional firm. We are a relational firm. And so it's not just working with one spouse. It's working with both of them and making sure that they both know what is happening in their plan. And so, um, again, the relationship piece is huge because then we can sit down. We can have, you know, that good cry, if you will. And then say, all right, we're going to, we're going to help you walk through this. Um, and we typically have a list for, of things that, Hey, these are the things that you need to do that we can't do for you, but we're going to take everything off your plate that we possibly can. But there's just a few calls that we, you know, we don't have access to be making for you and, uh, just helping them through that process because, there is surprisingly a lot that needs to be done when you lose a spouse, and we always want to make sure that everything is done properly and um, so that, you know, the the living spouse is um, getting all the money that they should be getting, whether it's through Social Security, pension, all those things. But also there's there's a lot of things that people just don't think about that, oh, my goodness, I have to – um, do this, this, and this. And that's where, again, we come in so we can sit down with them and, and give them that list and take the burden off of them and, and let them know that, hey, uh, um, a burden shared is a burden. What is the saying? A burden shared is a, oh man, lighter I forgot burden. the saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lighter, lighter burden. Yeah. But again, I, I just think that the relationship piece there is the really big part. I mean, we had, we had a client uh, pass away several weeks ago, and the spouse called us first. I mean, called us first, and it was just like, hey, what an honor and a privilege. Um, but again, that just shows the relationship that, that we hold with the people that we work with. And that's, yeah. again, that's why we do what we do. Folks, again, it is a relational business. It is family. I mean, you, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh are, are family, but Jeff is as well. Uh, Carrie, everybody that works at Lehman Lewis, they want you to feel like you're part of the Lehman Lewis family. If you would like to have this kind of relationship, reach out today, 970-446-1234. Now, the World Health Organization says that women tend to live between six and eight years longer than men on average. So that means that 
not every time, but most of the time, wives are going to outlive their husbands. I've seen it with my own mom. My my dad's been gone for, you know, uh, good grief, 15 plus years. So how do you help couples understand the reality uh, with their financial planning and preparing for another spouse? So this is kind of one of those statistics I think a lot of people know. You know, they, they understand women typically live longer, but I don't think they actually address that, right? It's one of those things of like, yeah, I, I've heard that, I've read that, and, you know, what does that actually mean? And a lot of times, I think, you know, when we meet with families initially, a lot of times it's a husband who's kind of driving in the in the finance department, and they, you know, handle a lot of those sorts of things. And a lot of times they say, oh, my wife really isn't interested in finances. She doesn't want to come to the meeting. You know, she doesn't know a lot about it. And sort of our reaction is like, well, that's great. Today's the day she's going to learn yeah. because – it's so important that they're looped in on those meetings, that they understand the process behind what we do and kind of the, the why to the what with, you know, the whole planning process so that when that does happen, the wife is already up to speed. She might not be as involved as the husband, but she already knows kind of the general process, understands all of those things that goes with it so that there is a lot easier transition. So, you know, statistically, when, when the wife becomes the widow, she understands, hey, I, I have this financial plan. I might not understand all the details amazingly, but I get the idea behind it. And I think ultimately, it's kind of that thing that we always like to address early on and look at, hey, what does this look like when one person passes away and we put that plan together? You know, and uh, a lot of times we find that when they the spouse comes in, it's because they're, uh, you know, it's usually their husband's taking care of everything and, and they feel like they just don't understand it. And so many times after meeting with us and going over their plan and everything, they're like, gosh, you guys, I, I, this is the first time anyone's ever explained this to me in terms that I understand it. And you're not talking over my head. You're not making me feel like, oh, you're just a spouse that doesn't know what's going on. And, you know, and that that always makes me feel good that um, I always tell them I'm giving it to you in layman's terms. And, you know, it always gets a giggle. But they they say, you're absolutely right. You, you put this on the board. You made it visual for me. I understand it. And, and so many times they walk away and the husband will say, Thanks for doing that. You know, now I feel like she is more involved. And I just, I love to see how many uh, women are taking that step of saying, I want to be a part of this. And more and more, we are seeing that more and more. And, you know, women do control a lot of the money in the United States. And it's, it is, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud when women do get in, involved. I think that it's just, it's awesome. And, um, yeah, I just, I love it. Folks, uh, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you. It's on the website, laymanlewisresources.com. Look for the estate planning guide. It's a downloadable guide, get you uh, educated, and then I'm, I'm sure we'll spawn some questions, ones that you can reach out and ask of Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Layman Lewis team. That estate planning guide is found at laymanlewisresources.com. Click on the estate planning guide. Enter your name and your email address. It'll be a downloadable PDF courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh in the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team. This is Retire Colorado with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So there are some first step things that uh, if something happens to our spouse that we – kind of 
two scenarios. One, you things that you do need to act quickly on and other things that you do want to take some time and, and slow down and, and really make sure you're intentional, uh, Alicia's word of the year. Uh, so let's talk through uh, some of those things and some of the connections that you all have to help people, you know, in planning for this process. Yep, absolutely. And a lot of people do call us pretty directly. Um, clients, uh, even people who aren't clients that have heard us talk about this, whether it be on the radio or some of our uh, TV shows, um, it could be even in some of our educational programs that we hold that when we are talking about these things, they, they hear us and they say, okay, I'm going to call them. And, um, you know, so for the people that are clients of ours, a lot of times we do say, okay, let's get with your attorney. And clients of ours, we do work very, very closely with uh, their attorney. A lot of times, even uh, as we're going through the retirement planning process and creating their plan, we are talking to their attorney. We want to make sure that they have a team behind them. So that's that's one thing that we always say, let's call your attorney. Um, absolutely uh, contact Social Security Administration and whatever payment is the larger they get to keep. And, um, you know, sending, getting the death certificates, um, you know, that's something that we handle. We say, okay, we need, you need to get X amount of copies of death certificates um, because as soon as we get those death certificates, we're going to make sure that those are sent to the financial in institutions um, and the credit agencies and IRS and all of that. That's one thing that we always say, that's probably the first thing that you should do is get copies of the death certificates, um, because that does take probably a week, I'm guessing, maybe not quite a week, but, you know, and I, I think that the quicker you can do that, the quicker you can, um, you know, get money from financial institutions and things like that. And then there are some things that, you know, you can kind of act a little bit slower on, right? You can make sure that, you know, in any huge, big financial decisions, um, we really encourage people to wait six months to a year. Um, if somebody passes away and, and their spouse is like, I'm selling the house right now, you know, typically we say, let's pump the brakes so that you're making decisions not in, a, in an emotional state. Um, let's, let's get through these first couple of months because there is, you know, the grieving process and other, you know, stuff that needs to get done. We don't ever want anybody to make a hasty decision and then regret it later. So there are mm. some things that we, you know, we recommend. And then, Absolutely. you know, we, we always want to make sure that their family, the family that is close to them can also be involved, right? Because if, you know, a son or a daughter wants to come into some of these meetings, we say, absolutely, let's, let's get your family involved with this um, so that they can know what's going on and know that mom or dad who, or whoever is the one left living is taken care of and they feel good about that as well. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, start the conversation today at 970 Four four six one two three four nine seven zero four four six one two three four or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com and we'll be back with more Retire Colorado right after this. 
Retirement planning can be complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Josh and Alicia can help you simplify it with the Retire Colorado Toolkit. In it, you'll find a copy of the Retirement Income Planning Booklet, as well as information on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. To get your free toolkit, text KIT, K-I-T, to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, at the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion, and it's climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer? Increasing taxes. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot lot of things. Alicia and Josh Lewis and the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group know what to look for. They can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 970-446-1234 to set up a visit with Alicia and Josh Lewis and the Lehman Lewis team. That's 970-446-1234. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 970-446-1234. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor firm does not offer tax services. Interest rates are on the rise, so what does that mean for your retirement? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Welcome to Retire Colorado. Along with Alyssa, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Today, we've been discussing what to do with your finances after your spouse passes. And guys, uh, Again, this isn't a subject everybody's really excited to talk about, but it, I, I think once the conversation starts and it's understanding that it's taking care of the one who's, you know, still alive and uh, family members and how you navigate these things, um, it breaks down some barriers. And, and I think once you open up the lines of communication, people are more willing to talk through this because they understand it's, it's something that is coming. You just don't, don't know when. Uh, you know, it's unlikely that both spouses pass at the same time. So how do you help ensure that the surviving spouse is going to have enough to live on? Yeah, that's a great question. Again, this kind of comes back to that planning part and looking at, you know, what the budget is, what the assets are, and how all of those get distributed over time. And a lot of different things kind of play into that, whether it's social security benefits, pensions, um, life insurance, all of these things. So when we start looking at kind of that planning aspect, we always look at things like, what does this translate to when one of you passes away? What's that social security benefit going to be? What's the survivor benefit on your pension? Um, how do those IRAs come over? If there's a more than a 10-year age difference, there's some different rules that go with that. So again, it's really that big picture planning part of looking at how the assets go out, but again, also looking back at the tax liability that goes with it, because, you know, you look at married filing jointly, that's really the most advantaged kind of way to file your taxes. And then all of a sudden you're going to be a single filer and that's going to increase your tax liability also. So there's a lot of different pragmatic steps to look at to make sure, hey, you know, do we have contingencies in place if, you know, Mr. passes away first? What does it look like if Mrs. passes away first? So again, kind of looking at two two ends of the spectrum there and then making sure it's going to all be taken care of in an efficient possible manner. 
Again, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you on the website, laymanlewisresources.com. It's the estate planning guide. Just uh, go there and scroll over to the estate planning guide, click on it, enter your name and email address. It'll be a downloadable PDF to you, courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh in the Layman Lewis Financial Group. That's at laymanlewisresources.com, the free estate planning guide. All right, so let's talk about some income situations. Josh, you just brought it up. If something happens to one spouse and, and you're the surviving spouse, uh, there are things like pensions you need to think about, social security payments. As you talked about, the implications tax-wise, you go from a married filing jointly to a single-payer uh, tax household. So there are truly some things that you have to uh, get your mind wrapped around and also plan for moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I think that this is where people love slash maybe hate this conversation a little bit because it is one of those situations, a conversation we don't really want to have about planning. What does it look like if, um, you know, husband dies or if wife dies? And we always look at that when we are doing planning. You know, if somebody has a pension, we're always looking at what would be the best pension, um, you know, to take, would it be no survivor benefit, hundred percent, 50%, 75, all those options. Um, and we're running the numbers on those. And I think that it's important to know those numbers so that when either one of the spouses passes away, the other one knows I'm going to be okay financially and I'm going to be okay tax wise. Because I mean, like you said, all these things work together. You know, you pay more taxes when you are filing single. And so we have to take that into consideration. We want to make sure that your income is, you're not going to outlive your income. You're not going to outlive your portfolio. And, um, a lot of that again has to do with having a plan, having, making sure that you have, um, you know, that you, that we have looked over these numbers so that we can help make a plan if there isn't enough money. And I think many times this is overlooked and unfortunately, many times it's overlooked in our industry as well. Everybody likes to say, oh, you'll be fine. But will they be fine if one of the spouses passes away? And that's where we look at it and say, mm, we have a little bit of a gap here. We need to make sure that this is planned for. And, um, you know, sometimes it is making a completely new retirement plan when people come over to us because it's never been planned for. Again, the phone number 970 Four four six one two three four to reach out to the Lehman Lewis team. Now, Chuck, what do we need to know about life insurance as a tool that can help make sure that our spouse, uh, again, or you know, let's say it's the the kids that are left, and you know the the last parent has passed, that that everybody is getting what was intended to come to them. Uh, how can life insurance be used as a tool? You know, life insurance, and I've been in this industry for so long, and I actually started uh, with Prudential, and life insurance was my main bread and butter. And it was, you know, I was working with people that were my age in their 20s and 30s saying, hey, you know, if something happens to you, uh, your your wife needs to have the house paid off, kids need to go to college, you know, because your income's gone and all this stuff. And as people get older, they're thinking, oh, you know, mortgage is paid off. Kids aren't living at home. So they say, we don't need life insurance anymore. And sometimes they don't. But, you know, the, the real issue is, is that life insurance, it can be that thing that picks up that 
uh, income like the Social Security, you're, you know, you're living on both your Social Securities, and then one of you passes away, you get the highest of the two, but you're still losing, uh, you know, in, in some instances, and in most, you know, twenty four, twenty five thousand bucks a year. So it's like you need to be able to look at it and say, do I need life insurance to replace some income, or you know, uh, if I have life insurance, can I ha- have a higher payout option on my pension, uh, so we can enjoy that money now, knowing that. That when we, uh, you know, if we pass away, the life insurance is going to pick that up. Or, you know, one that just came to my head was a person that, you know, had everything in, in the market. And he says, I like the market, but I know that if something happens to me and the market's down, this could really hurt my wife. So he bought life insurance saying, you know, if the market goes completely tipsy-turvy and I pass away, she still has the same amount that was in the market in the life insurance. And you take this, you know, going another step with this, a lot of people use life insurance not just for the death benefit, but in the event that one of them needs long-term care, home health care, assisted living, end up at, you know, the in, in a nursing home. Nobody wants to think about it. And nursing home insurance is expensive. And if you don't use it, you lose it. So life insurance can be used. You can take the death benefit out on a yearly basis to use for long-term care. And if you don't, well, they're tax-free inheritance to your family. There's so many ways that life insurance, uh, you know, it's morphed into an asset class and not just life insurance over the last 20 years. And when we show people this, I'm going to say 95% of the people, their eyes just like, gosh, I was never aware of that. They've never been given that option of how it can be used in their retirement plan, death planning, life planning, long-term care planning. And again, the option you're never given is the option you'll never take. Don't you know what don't you want to know what all your options are? This is Retire Colorado with Alicia, Chuck and Josh and Bruce Steinbrock and Alicia and Josh. This is I, I will say I operated under this myth, this assumption, and Chuck, you can certainly weigh in on this as well probably until I was about 40. I mean, you think, um, you know, from the time you start working, you start paying into social security. And so often we operate under myths. Where do they come from? Who knows? It's something we assumed we've heard at some point in time around the water cooler or wherever. And that's it. You know, I pay into social security and my wife's been paying into social security. Well, you know, when one of us passes, you know, both those social securities just keep coming until, you know, you're both gone. Well, no, that's not exactly how it works. And it wasn't until I was probably 40 that I stopped operating under that myth. And I think sometimes, again, people that don't seek advice operate under myths like that. And those are ones that can really hamper you when one spouse passes away. If you're only operating under a myth and you've never sought you know, counsel or advice in this area. That's exactly right. And it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Um, you know, myths are funny. You think of that term like a lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. <laughs> and I think a lot of times we have these preconceived notions or we're like, yeah, I read that somewhere, you know, just like you said. And then pretty soon we start making decisions based on that. And then we end up setting ourselves up, you know, kind of for failure in a lot of ways. And you know, it's important to recognize that the higher of the two social security benefits is the benefit that will remain. So looking at that, you know, one spouse dies, 
that benefit's gone, right? They might get the larger one, but it really kind of depends on how that's structured. If you're getting a spousal benefit, your husband passes away, you're going to now start receiving his benefit. So it's important to recognize kind of when you're filing for Social Security and you're putting together that strategy, just because you can get it at 62 and people go, well, you know, what's what's the the, the deal breaker here. When am I going to break even on this? How long does it take between, you know, 62, 67, 70, all those different ages. When you start running those numbers, typically you're going to break even right around life expectancy. So that's where it becomes paramount to look at what does this translate to for my spouse? Does it make sense for me to take it earlier or does it make sense for me to wait because my spouse, maybe they don't have an earnings record and they're going to be completely reliant on you having a larger social security benefit. So, so much of that, you know, planning really needs to look at more than just how much can I get? When can I get it? And what's the best bang for the buck? You got to look at it long-term to make sure your spouse is in a good place. And if you do take it early, what's your contingency plan that you predecease her early on and you never reach that break-even point? So a lot of things to consider before you pull the trigger on that because you know now a lot of those decisions are irreversible to a certain degree. And Alicia, when you guys are running these tables in front of people and putting the real world scenarios in front of them, we have about a minute left in this segment. It really is providing that information to them. And I'm guessing you've had some eye-opening experiences right there in front of you. Absolutely. We've had some tough conversations um, and we've had some really great conversations. I think it it comes back to um, we're not, we're not here to sugarcoat anything. We're here to help people have success in retirement. And so that does take hard conversations sometimes. And, but again, I think more than anything, people knowing where they're at and what they need to do to get in the right place, then it's up to them because at the end of the day, up the, up to them to decide, do I want to move forward and um, get this uh, retirement plan in place so that I can have success? Or am I going to brush this under the rug and procrastinate? And that's what we, we never want people to do that because again, that's, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And so um, we want to make sure that you are planning to succeed and Doing that means doing some of the hard work with us. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of the hard work, a, a lot of the heavy lifting, but making sure that you have a plan. Reach out today, 970-446-1234, or you can text the word VISIT to that same number. Text VISIT or call 970-446-1234. On the web, it's Lehman Lewis Resources. We'll continue with Retire Colorado right after this. Guessing is rarely a good strategy, especially when it comes to retirement planning. So when it comes to Social Security, don't guess. Get a plan so you can maximize your benefit. The Lehman Lewis team can help with that. Call them today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group believe retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why they created the Retire Colorado Toolkit, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet as well as other helpful guides that will help provide insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and more. To get your toolkit, text KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. Help simplify your retirement planning. Get your toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group by texting KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AU Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government and does not offer tax services. Retirement planning can be complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Josh and Alicia can help you simplify it with the Retire Colorado Toolkit. In it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet, as well as information on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. To get your free toolkit, text KIT. K-I-T to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. This is Retire Colorado with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Well, do you remember this time in history? the beginning of the year 2000 the old y2k everybody was freaking out my sister actually was working for a major corporation at the time and was the y2k coordinator a position you would never have uh today so uh also a a word that came into the lexicon the hanging chad uh became the word of the year americans watched the first episode of survivor and uh, blockbuster hits like Gladiator and Aaron Brockovich hit the big screen. So, Alicia, Chuck, Josh, um, you know, 2000, we all have different memories of it. For me, it was uh, my daughter would have been three. My wife and I would have been married for, you know, eight years. And, you know, so it's a, a, a time in my early married life. So quickly, we'll look at some financials for you. Median home value in 2000, 119600 uh, the Dow ended the year at 10729 A stamp was $0.33, cents, and the average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage, 8.05. So life has certainly changed since 2000. What do you guys remember about 2000? I remember a family friend. Um, he was... Oh, he was obsessed with Y2K. He had all, like an entire basement full of just food. And, you know, he was preparing like the bunkers, right? And water. And water, and yes. And places were selling big 50-gallon oh uh, barrels It was for so wild. Water. So wild. Yeah. Yeah, because the world was going to end. So what do you, this what do you remember, Josh? <laughs> Did you? Oh, I remember Y2K. And I didn't, you know, honestly, I didn't quite understand the whole, like, numerical thing with yep. the computers. Yep. And yep. I was like, why, you know, is this biblical? Like, and I was young, so I was just, you know, I wasn't too, too worried about it. You I know just what's, remember giggling. You know what's funny, though? Uh, in, in radio, we used so when we called something that's going to play until further notice, the outdate for the commercial was, and a lot of contracts as well, was zero nine 
Why that became the way, I don't know, but that was uh, instead of, you know, like a till further notice, you had to put some kind of numeric in there, and that became the date. So it was actually pre-2000. Um, there are other industries that used that outdate as well, and actually <laughs> on the 9th of September of 1999, there was a little blip, a hiccup, that provided some things. But again, my sister had a job for two years as the Y2K coordinator, and I'm like, <laughs> that is so insane. Oh, man. <laughs> that is wild. All right. So uh, we're, you know... In in the year 2000, entering the new millennium, it wasn't the only big thing happening. It's when we saw the dot-com bubble inflate and then eventually burst uh, months later. It wasn't a good year for the stock market. Uh, ended 9% lower uh, than when where it started. So uh, what lessons can we learn from the old dot-com bubble, Josh, since you're our numbers guru? You know, I think ultimately valuations are important when you look at sort of what happened as a result of the dot-com bubble it was just you know wild with stock options and just such inflated values based on you know kind of future projections right more like a, i have a feeling this is going to change the world someday and so then we just start assigning valuations based on that and i think that was a big disassociation of market fundamentals versus you know kind of and I think some of it was ideological, right? We're in the year 2000. It was the future. And so I think there was a lot of this kind of psyche revolved around what technology was going to look like. And kind of, I think there was this a little bit more of a fantasy of what role that was going to play in everyday life. So then again, we started tying those valuations back to that. And so I think ultimately people started, you know, putting all their eggs in these singular baskets and that blew up for a lot of people and it changed the economy for a lot of people. You know, even I look back in my own personal life, my dad worked for IBM back then and he got laid off as a result of that. And it was a big shift for my whole family, you know, in a fundamental fashion, but also financially and kind of what that looked like from a two person, you know, income earner standpoint as well. So Again, it's all back to those fundamentals, and I think we've even seen a little bit of that kind of play out here recently in the markets as well. Now, I mentioned the the reality show Survivor. An estimated 51 million viewers watched the first season finale of Survivor, and it's when contestant Richard Hatch, he won a million dollars back in 2000. Uh, it was later found, though, he was guilty of tax evasion because he didn't pay taxes on his prize winnings, and he was sentenced to 51 months in prison. The whole thing prompted Survivor host Jeff Probst to advise later contestants to... I have one piece of advice. Tax. Pay your taxes. Yeah, you think? So, uh, <laughs> first of all, Alicia, do you remember that? And second of all, let's talk about taxes and how they can impact our retirement in such a great way. Well, I can honestly say I don't remember that because I You're wasn't a, a survivor. Big, I wasn't a big survivor mm -hmm. uh, fan. I just never watched that show. He's actually a two-time winner because he won the game and That's then right. survived fifty-one months in prison. So. <laughs> <laughs> as far oh as we know, gosh. that's classic. <laughs> just saying that that show probably set him up for some real-life oh skills gosh, there in the wow. cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so witty. <laughs> 
Wow. Okay. That's why Throw we bring him to the show. I know. I know. Cracks me up. So, um, yes, t- planning for taxes. Again, we, we are, I always say, I want you to know we are not CPAs. We are not tax advisors. But, man, let me tell you, we work with a lot of CPAs and we work with a lot of tax advisors. And we work with a lot of people's retirement tax planning because it is a big part of your retirement plan. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, you are not paying more taxes than you are due and also that you are setting up. You're not just looking back what happened last year, but looking forward of how are my taxes going to be this year, next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. And yes, you can plan for that now to set yourself up for better taxes in the future. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Exactly. Mm. So if you would like some witty banner and and to have Josh uh, drop his wealth of knowledge and his witty humor on you, (laughs) along with Alicia and Josh and Chuck, uh, reach out today and sit down and and start your retirement roadmap uh, with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. Now, the 4% rule was published in 1994, so by the time 2000 came around, it was pretty common that people had heard of the 4% rule. But a couple of decades later, it is still standing the test of time. Or is there a better way to determine how to live off your retirement savings? What say you, Chuck? You're the you're the guy that's been doing this the longest. Uh, does the four percent rule still hold up? No, and uh, you know if you read anything about it, the four percent rule went away probably about I'm going to say eight years ago, and here in the last two to five years, well, it dropped down from four to three, then to two, and they're saying one and a half to two. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, they're saying whatever money you have, you can withdraw 4% off of it, and you know you won't deplete your, uh, your pile of money, your bucket of money. But it doesn't hold true. And the only way that it will hold true is that the first 10 years that you start withdrawing money off of your, uh, inc- off of your retirement, there cannot be one negative year or one flat year. Think about that. It has to be 10 consecutive years up or else it blows up. And how many people believe that, let's say over the next 10 years, that the markets are going to continually go up? No one. So that is, um, you know, it's it's an outdated rule. Don't go by it. But people, say, but Chuck and Alicia and Jeff, uh, Josh, feel free to, to to chime in. But people are going to say it's it's my money. I, I earned it. I I, I want to spend some money. Uh, so how do I do that and and get through retirement I, if I'm not taking four percent or three percent out or whatever? Well, I'm going to use a four letter word <laughs> plan. <laughs> you have to have a plan. And again, this is what we do every day. We help people to see how far can you go with your money using low rates of interest, using high rates of taxes and, and you know, starting to use higher rates of inflation, but show you 
how much can I spend without that fear of outliving income? Because that's the biggest fear of retirees is that they're going to outlive it. And, you know, just going into it blindly and wondering and hoping that the markets, you know, uh, cooperate with you is not a way to live in retirement. It makes you live in fear and makes you live to where you're not doing the things that you saved your entire life for. We want to help you to, to stop that. Just stop it so that you know where you're going to be. Wouldn't that be a comfortable feeling to know, hey, here's how much money I'm going to have in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Oh, if we spend this, if we start, you know, we want to buy that motor home or we want to take vacation, here's how it's going to affect our income in the future. That's what we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Mm. And times change, Alicia. I mean, and, and Josh, um, you know, again, the, the old adage is you've got to double your resource over the over a 20-year span, and most people live 20, 30 years in retirement, um, if you want to have the same buying power and living accommodations that you have today. So you have to prepare for that. You can't just, you know, throw a dart at the dartboard and say, hey, that, that's my plan. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing. Sometimes when we talk about all these things, I, I hope that anyone listening is not overwhelmed with uh, dread or just overwhelmed in general. Sure. Like there's just so much to do because here's the thing. It, it does take planning, um, which is why we have a team of advisors working for you, working for your retirement. And the thing is, it is so possible. And there is um, a lot of different ways to do planning, but we want to make sure that you have guaranteed income. We, we love to do the, the paycheck versus play check. We want to make sure that you have your guaranteed paycheck. This money is coming in no matter what, doesn't matter what's happening in the market, what's happening in the economy, you are getting this paycheck. And then you're going to have your play check. The money that you're going to, your extra money for presents and for, um, you know, travel and for all the things, the hobbies that you want to do, um, because those things might change year by year, but have a comfortable retirement, the retirement that you have worked so hard for, it is possible, but it does take a little bit of planning. So let us plan for you and with you. Reach out today, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you next week. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting tax to 970-446-1234. That's tax to 970-446-1234. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1234. Three, four. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are going to be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. 
Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement. The Peace Process is Lehman Lewis Financial Group's process name and does not promise or guarantee investment results or preservation of principle.